Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a hypnotherapist, life coach, yoga instructor, and mom. I teach women how to master their minds and take control of their energy to create peak health, fulfilling relationships, and become on purpose in their career and life. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for being here. If you're new, welcome. And I hope you all are doing amazing today. I'm going to expand on a post that I made. Uh, I made it today, but at the time you guys are listening to this, if you're listening in real time, it was last Tuesday. Um, So the post says, it's amazing how you seem to find what you look for. And this is kind of stemming from, I mean, really everything that I talk about on the podcast and on Instagram and in my membership, how our beliefs change our world or our beliefs become what we perceive in the world. So what you believe is what you end up seeing. And that sounds strange because people think, no, what I see becomes what I believe, but I want you to open up your mind and consider that what you believe becomes what you perceive or becomes what you see. So I have many examples that I want to share with you guys in today's episode um, of how this worked against me and how I've also eventually been able to use it to work for me so um, I think that this is like the key to life is that I mean this has been my journey is I really was living in a lot of what I call the contrast in my early motherhood journey and it helped me get very clear in a way like no other on what I did want. Like if I was living in not so much of contrast, I don't think that I would have been able to get so clear on what I wanted. But when we are in so much contrast, or for saying it in another way, when we are experiencing so much of what we don't want and feeling so much of how we don't want to feel, it helps us sift through life and get really crystal clear on what we do want more than if we just were if everything was just meh or like okay like average right so I think that that can be the same with this quote that I shared with you guys today or last week on Instagram is that when you look at what you don't want and you recognize and you see and you almost like you can't not see it like you almost become like for me I there was a lot of times where I almost became like obsessed with what I was experiencing and what I didn't want and that's what I kept looking for because it's like you give your mind a job to do based on your beliefs and your mind will literally just go to town on seeing it everywhere it's actually called the reticular activating system it's like a really funny way to recognize that the RAS, RAS 
is when you get a new vehicle or you want to get a new vehicle and then you end up seeing that vehicle all over the city, right? Um, we just did that. We got an Atlas and I see them all over the place now, but that's just because I recognize them and I, I love them and I see them, right? So that happens because you're giving your brain something to look for. You've given it a job. The other thing that I want to share before we get into some examples is that I've talked about this before on the podcast is that we have this negativity bias and we tend to learn more from negative experience than we do from positive experience because our brain really like for survival purposes, right? Like our brains like that was a negative experience. We can't let that happen again. Like you could die. <laughs> you could be extinct, right? And it doesn't have to actually mean that you would die, right? It could just be, that was really embarrassing. Don't let that ever happen again. Or that was awful or sad or whatever it is. But like that could potentially be really dangerous or scary or whatever. And you're going to find that your brain fixates on that, that your mind fixates on that and expands it. And if you are not a deliberate thinker, if you're just a default thinker, like you just let your brain focus on that and fixate on that, then A, you're going to feel really crappy because crappy thoughts lead to crappy emotions or crappy feeling emotions, right? It's not that they're crappy, but they just don't feel good. Um, But also like you are going to hold yourself back because your feelings lead to action so if you're constantly feeling worried or scared or whatever that something bad could happen to you or embarrassing or whatever then you're going to not take the action to live a love a fulfilling life a happy purposeful loving life so those are some things to just think about when we go through this example the examples that I'm going to share with you guys in the episode Um, and I think it's helpful to share examples because that can kind of get your brain moving on, oh yeah, that's happened to me before, or, ooh, something similar happened, or it kind of helps your brain open up to thinking about how this is true in your own life for you. Um, so one of the first examples, like I kind of already touched on it, is like my early motherhood journey. I wasn't... And I'm going to actually say this. I wasn't out to look for negative things, but I let an experience become what I thought was always going to be the way it was always going to be, if that makes sense. So like, you know, my first daughter wasn't like the best sleeper and it took a really long time to like get her to fall asleep when she hit that four month regression And then I like fixated on that and I just talked about it all the time. Like, oh, she was up this many times last night and it's really hard to get her to go to sleep and I have to work. I basically have to rock her for like an hour or feed her for like an hour before she'll take a nap. And it was all I thought about and I dreaded it, but I talked about it all the time. And I, I ended up like thinking that this is how it always is and not really open to well, she's, you know, six months old and she's going to go through another cycle and 
things will change and she could start sleeping really good. I just kind of fixated on how it wasn't going well. And I did this with my second daughter, different things too. She was a really easy baby in the first six or so months. And then she started getting ear infections. And then she had she got like really um, like irritable, I guess, in a way. And just like as she got older, she had like big outbursts. And they would be multiple times throughout the day and last a really long time. And so same thing, I would fixate on it and I would talk to my husband about it and I would talk to my mom about it and I would talk to anyone who would listen about how many times my kids were awake and who woke up who and how bad they napped. And, and I actually had a therapist say to me, you are obsessed. And I was like, well, yeah, of course I'm obsessed. Like this is, you know, controlling my life and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't actually know what I know now to be able to really take my focus off of it. And I also want to say, and I'll say this again with a different example, is that when you are experiencing it, it's very hard to take your focus off of it because it's what is showing up in the physical reality. And that's why it's like the biggest but also most transformational thing you can do to master your mind is to use these situations that you don't want but that you are experiencing to not make it mean that this is how it's always going to be to remember that life changes and you can believe new things all of the time, anytime and that you can focus on whatever you want to focus on. And it is extremely hard. Managing your mind is the hardest thing that you will ever do in your life. But it's the best, most rewarding thing because it's how you can change your reality and it's how you can feel better in an instant, really, if you can get really good at it. So that was one of the things, first things that comes to mind when I think about how that's what I was looking for and that's what I found. Um, similar to that situation or kind of building on that situation. And like, I found that I was really hard on my husband and I would look for all the ways why I didn't feel supported or why it was so hard for me. And you get a break and I don't. And I really fed into that victim mentality. And I spent a lot of time giving my mind the task of looking for all the ways that I had it so hard and he had it so easy. Now, is that true? No. Like, did he have it hard? Of course, right? Having a spouse that's like going through a lot of anxiety and frustration is not easy either. So it's not that that was true, that that's what I believed, but it's what I told myself was that he had it easier than I did and I was the victim and, and, you know, he should be more fill in the blank. So I gave my mind that task to look for that and to find proof for that. And of course it did because that is its job. It's just a very obedient um, servant, essentially. So that's the thing that I really had to notice and recognize and take responsibility for. And that's really what I want you to know after hearing these examples and listening to this and taking in this concept is that this is the this is what radical responsibility is this is it 
um, they can't, I, you can't get any more radically irresponsible than what you believe, right? That is like the deepest level, I would say, maybe besides energy, but um, those two maybe go hand in hand. So taking responsibility for your energy and for your beliefs is the deepest personal growth, one of the deepest forms of personal growth that I think that you can do and that I think will change your life and also that is the hardest to do probably. So um, that was another example. And then a very recent example, which kind of is what made me think about doing this podcast episode and think about writing this post was I have a section inside of my Align membership, a Q&A section where you can just ask a quick question and get a response so that you can, if you don't really need coaching on it, maybe you have a quick question. And then there's also a coaching section so that you can get coached on things. Okay, so one of the questions that came through was on uh, body image and, and skin. And it's very interesting that earlier this year, my skin, it was a big struggle for me. And I have always loved looking into the energetics. And I'm actually debating if I should do a podcast episode on this, on its own separate podcast episode, because I actually had a lot to say to this lady about her question and... I think that it would be helpful for people to start to think about the energetics behind problems or like quote unquote problems that are coming up in your life is like if everything is happening for a reason, why would this be happening to you or for you, we could say, and like what is it needing to teach you? Just thinking of everything is your teacher, everyone and everything is your teacher. So what does this need to teach you? So anyways, earlier this year, my skin was like really breaking out, very angry and inflamed. And I was so confused because I was like, I eat really healthy. I don't understand what is happening here. And I was getting into this victim mindset again of being like, oh, poor me. I eat healthy. This shouldn't happen to me and da, da, da. And I stayed there for a while. Like I would come in and out of that, actually, if I'm being honest, like for quite a while. But I did stay there for a really long time. And then I was able to like, then I kind of went through a phase of like, I need to do everything. I need to try everything to fix this. And then I went through a phase of like learning and understanding the emotions behind the physical Okay, and Dr. Gabor Matei has a book on this, When the Body Says No, and it's more about the diseases that we can develop from emotional suppression, but I really think that for me, a lot of my skin issue that was coming up was about emotions under the surface and um, how that was maybe how I wasn't expressing um, myself or my needs or whatever enough or properly in the right way, I could say. And just recognizing, you know, liver and anger and the organs and how they are affected or, or 
connected to emotions and it was just all very interesting to me. And so, yeah, anyways, I could do a separate podcast episode on it, but um, I was noticing like how I would literally be like walking by a mirror or if I was in the bathroom, I would be like washing my hands and then look in the mirror and just like continue to look for the imperfections and focus on them and not focus on the areas of my skin that were clear, but I would just zero in and focus on the areas that were um, breaking out. And that is like, that was a really big moment of like realization for me to, to notice how what you focus on expands. I mean, like I know this, but then just to have to practice it so deeply. Um, so I really got much more gentle with my skin and with myself and I utilize a lot of what Louise Hay teaches if anyone's going through something similar you can check her out and I focused on how my skin was healing and I reminded myself that the body heals and that's the body's natural response is to just always heal And whether I do something or whether I do nothing, the body heals. And I just told myself this over and over and over and over and over again because I needed it to become a really embodied belief. And I have lots of work to do still. It's not like I I think that that one's really embodied yet. But um, I really told myself that a lot and allowed myself to feel like grounded and a little bit more at ease just remembering that like I basically didn't have to do anything and my body would just heal because that's my body's natural response is to always heal and I could just stop focusing on it so much and it would also heal because your mindset is also what um, you know if you think of quantum physics it's what creates reality so I worked on that a lot and I really took my focus off of what areas were not how I wanted them to be, what areas were breaking out. And I focused on how my body was healing and how my skin was getting clear right here, right here, right here. And I just really focused on that. And that might sound silly, but if you've ever gone through something like that, or if, like it can be, it can be very hard and it's very, makes you feel very self-conscious And, um, I mean, it's really easy to focus when you see it right there in front of you. Right. And I think people who are going through similar things with their, with their weight or with their body, it's like you look in the mirror and you focus on maybe what you don't like. And this is what I want you to also take away from this is that that is your work, right? And it's coming up for you because it is your work to focus on what you do, like what is going well and how you are changing and how you are growing and how you are healing and how you're getting stronger and how you're getting healthier and how you feel better and how you're feeling more energetic or happy or fulfilled and not on what it is that you don't want. And that doesn't mean that you just like pretend everything's peachy and rosy. And I know I've gotten unsolicited feedback from people before that I have rose-colored glasses on and to that I'll say I would rather have rose-colored glasses on than be um, like a forever skeptic 
and forever sarcastic, Debbie Downer type of a person. Um, So there's that. But also, like, it is okay for you to notice what isn't how you want it to be to help you get clarity on what you do want. But then when we're wanting things to change, we have to be open for things to change. And when we stay focused on what it is that we don't want, we literally have no energetic room for things to come in that we do want. So it's an energetic manifestation practice as well of like clearing space, like getting space in your mind and in your field for what it is that you do want by stopping taking your attention to what it is that you don't want. So that's that's the biggest lesson, I think, that came from this past experience for me. And that's what I shared to the member inside of, the, inside of Align. And however this relates to you, whatever you're going through in your own life that you don't want, how can you flip it? And still be aware, still really know what it is that you, to help you have that clarity, notice the contrast, that's fine, but don't stay there, right? Don't stay there and don't fixate on it. Be open because your mind wants to fixate on it, but you have to be the deliberate thinker. Don't let yourself go on default and and you will be on default sometimes, right? You will find yourself go there, but then you got to be really quick to get yourself back on track to what it is that you do want to focus on and that you do want to come in. So that's my lesson. That's my teaching for you for today. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you'll be able to use this in your own life. Um, Go and check out that post. Save it if you find it helpful. Um... Some of the things that I say in the caption just to help you maybe think and maybe you want to even spend some time journaling after this episode as well on what it is for you that's coming up. But um, I said it's truly amazing how you always seem to find what you look for, your beliefs you hold about your spouse, your beliefs you hold about your body, your potential, money, time, your kids, your intelligence, friends, family, coworkers, acquaintances, Good or bad, whatever you believe, you are telling your brain to look for. And know that your brain wants to keep you safe, which means that you do that, which means do what you've always done and focus on what could go wrong so that you stay safe. Um, So notice that and think about those examples spouse, body, potential, money, kids, intelligence and think about what you're focusing on and if that is what you want to keep creating for yourself. So thanks for listening. Share this episode with a friend who also loves personal growth. And I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing week. And we will chat again next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Align Wellness Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, I would be honored if you would share it with a friend who also loves personal growth and self-mastery and consider leaving a review on iTunes. If you are ready to take this work and apply it to your life, you have to check out the Align membership. Follow the link in the show notes for the most comprehensive personal growth platform that will help you create a life filled with peak health, fulfilling relationships, and become on purpose. I can't wait to see you inside.